There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. It is Josh and Jilly, and we welcome you in today. Hello. Hello. Uh, we have to tell you about Dr. Busby and toegrips.com. That is right. Dr. Busby rules. We are big fans of Dr. Busby's. And of course, uh, Luther takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day. And in fact, we might boost him up to two. I think we're going to. Because we feel frisky. We're running out, though, so we're going to need a lot more Busby. Well, we're going to see, because I'll reach out to Dr. Busby and say, look here, Dr. Busby, our boy Luther needs some more action here. So uh, here's what it is, though. It's a New Zealand deer velvet and green-lipped muscle supplement that helps your puppies out. They're great puppies, and they should feel great, and they should feel like they can go run around the yard, even at 10-plus years of age like Luther just did a little while ago. And he's running up hills, kiddos. And he's an old man. He's over 10 years old now. And he goes for long walks and he still runs up hills and has great energy. And we truly do attribute that to Dr. Busby and toegrips.com. Toegrips.com with our friend Dr. Busby, who is outstanding. And uh, look, you can go to the website, use the promo code Luther, that is L U T H E R, uh, Luther, and that will save you 10 percent 10 percent at checkout if you use the promo code luther at toegrips.com that is toegrips.com promo code luther and uh, that'll really get you set up real nice and you can get anything on the site and use the promo code luther and save yourself 10 percent it is uh, toegrips.com toegrips.com promo code luther to save 10 percent and tell dr busby we sent you in there they're wonderful folks dr busby and toegrips.com this is the Josh and his show. Well, howdy, everybody, and welcome in. It's Josh and Jilly today. Glad you guys are with us. Jilly has a haircut. Yep, I went short. I chopped it all off. I like it. It got to be 85 yesterday, and that for me means it's time to cut off my hair. I like it. Thanks. I think it looks I think it looks very good. Now again, our girl Courtney did like the waves and stuff, so it's gonna look way better now. So everybody drink it all in. I guess you can't. I guess nope. you could go see Jilly's Instagram or something if you want to drink in the waves today. Because <laughs> that's about the only time you'll see him. But I think it looks lovely. Thanks. I think it looks very nice. And I know you've been desperate to get your hair cut for a while now. Desperate. It's way too long. Somehow I had way too much hair. But now you're back. You're back in the game. It's super short, and I love it. All right. So uh, we welcome you guys into the show. So you walked in today, and... Uh, I had a whole bunch of stuff pulled up in here, including, uh, you know, we got this new talkback feature that we've been using at iHeart, and we can now use it for my podcast. Yeah. Um, I thought I had it pulled up in here to see it, but I guess I didn't. Um, let me see here, actually. Where do you go to see favorites? I say I saved it as a favorite. Well, which browser? It was in uh, the uh, this one, the, the Chrome one. Um, I don't know. I don't use Chrome. All right, so it should be saved. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. iHeart. I think is where you click right there. Okay, hold on. So that's where it would save the uh, favorites? 
That, nope. Nope. I have no clue. I don't use this version. I don't use how the, how the hell, like, how, like, Should it be easier to find favorites? Just put a star by something. You can favorite it. And then they make it difficult to favorite it. I don't like that. But you're sure you did it on this browser? Yes. Because I, the other browser's open. Okay, then go to the other browser and see. But, uh, oh, wait, maybe it did. Sorry, I did it on the wrong browser. So we've got this new uh, radio edit. Has anybody left a message? We got a couple. Well, how about that? Now, here's how it works. And this is for sure for our pod, not for the Josh and his show radio show. Correct. How do you know the difference? Because there's the logo for our podcast, and it says podcast. And over here says stations, and that's WLLZ and The Rock and everything else. So this is specifically for the podcast. So you can leave a message on the iHeartRadio app. How does it work exactly? Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, if you open up the podcast, search for The Josh Ennis Show, and it's the logo that's pink and like teal and black until we change the name and have a new logo. That's the logo you'll look for. You search for The Josh Ennis Show, and you pull up the podcast page. There's a little microphone, just a little tiny microphone next to the name at the top. You click that, and you can record a 30-second message, and you can record as many of those as you want. Who left one at 10 in the morning? That was me oh, testing it, I think. I didn't Hold know that on. was an option. Because I did a video to try to show people how it works. Let me see if that's me. Hey, Josh, use a jet bag. Harden's a god, Bo. Yep, that was me. That's you. All right, so let's see. We got one at 2.44 today. Let's see. Hey, Josh, this is your conscience. Come back to Houston, do a radio show. You know you want to. Matt Thomas is killing me with a sucky show. Adam Clanton is killing me with a sucky show. Please come back. We'll pay you. Who? You're conscious, I guess. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> I enjoy that. It's like, hey, we'll pay you. Will you? All right, let's see here. But thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, and you know that ultimately the dream in life is to... Um, Live in Houston. Is to move back to Houston. So... Uh, it'd be great if that would happen. Not that I dislike living in Nashville. Not that I dislike being on the radio in two big cities. Uh, but, um, yeah, you know how I feel about Houston. All right, let's see here. Number two. Josh, it's your favorite person. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Was that, that sounded like Fred Flintstone. It's your favorite person. It's your favorite person, Fred Flintstone. The who? Josh, it's your favorite person. <laughs> no, I, I have. Were they trying to be the cuz? Fred I Flintstone? You, I think if you click it, it'll tell you like where they're from. Let's see. Use your information if they have it registered. Move this up. Hold All right, go ahead. Uh, this person? Nope. Don't know who that is or where they're, they're from. Nashville. Oh, really? See. Oh, that maybe it's that one dude. I don't know. I don't dislike anybody in Nashville though, so it's fine. And number three. Josh and Jilly, what's going on? It's Seamus in Philly. Uh, I just want to say continued success with the show. I love you guys. I've been, Josh, I've been listening to you since I was in high school, man, when you were on nights in Philadelphia. I love you. You know that. I've uh, been working full-time on my own podcast and doing some other stuff, so I haven't had that much time to interact with you guys, but I love you. And by the way, I'm one of your left-wing listeners who absolutely adores both of you guys and, of course, Luther. Keep killing it, brother. Love you, Seamus. Oh, Seamus. He sent me a DM while we were drunk in Allentown, but there was no way we were meeting up with anybody. Cause... Nope. 
Not a chance in hell was that going to happen. But we thank you, Seamus. We thought about maybe going to like Conshohocken, but the uh, the Bagatway was closed. Yes, it was a letdown. So I, I messaged our buddy JP, who used to run the Moose and now has the Bagatway in Conshohocken. I sent him a message like on Tuesday or Wednesday, saying, "Hey, we're going to be in town. Maybe Sunday we can get together and do some drinking and have a good time." And he says, oh, sorry, Josh, the McAdoo's closed on Sundays. I'm like, what the hell? Because I believe they have no one to work. They have and then he goes, staffing issues. But we do have like a beer league softball game. Why don't you come out and play? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm looking to get drunk, not play, get drunk and play sports. Let's imagine Gru trying to play a beer league softball. That'd be hysterical, actually. Now I wish I would have done it. But again, you guys can leave messages and be part of the show. All you have to do is go to the iHeartRadio app. If you, you don't even have to listen to the show necessarily on the iHeartRadio app. But if you have it, which many people already do, find the Josh and a Show podcast, hit the little red microphone. or It's not red in this case. It's actually white. The microphone is white on the podcast page. And leave us a 30-second message. It's that simple. Thank you. Now, the reason I have Slaughter, Louisiana pulled up in here. Yeah. Now, Slaughter, Louisiana has a population of 1,035 people. Okay. Two of whom are related to us. Do they actually live in Slaughter or are they in like a unincorporated area? I think technically they are in Slaughter. When I get uh, a call or something from my mom, it shows up as Slaughter. When we get mail, it shows up as Slaughter. Now, it might just be where their mailbox is. But Slaughter is where my mom and her husband, Don the Badass, live. Right. Why is this relevant? Well, I was uh, scrolling through looking for stories to talk about, and I saw a story that said a woman, uh, a mentally handicapped woman, was basically left to rot and die on a couch, like buried in her own poop and everything, right? Oh, dear. And that was in Slaughter, Louisiana. So if there's only 1,035 people in Slaughter, it's pretty impressive that two of them probably killed somebody. I mean, the odds are Don or your mom may know them. Well, we said that last... Remember, what was it? Oh, we saw two people on New Year's Rockin' Eve. Oh, yeah. That were from Slaughter, Louisiana that had won the lottery or yeah, something. Yeah, some woman had won from Slaughter. You're right. And I said, Mom, do you know these people? No, we don't know them. But this is crime, and, and Don would know crime in his neighborhood. So let me tell you this story. We got a lot to get into, obviously, but Lacey Fletcher, 36, was found dead after being left to wither away on the family's couch for a minimum of 12 years Mm. While in the care of her parents, according to investigators, uh, this case was so horrific that the coroner and the sheriff's office initially investigated this case in January, and the conditions that she found were so unbelievable. I mean, you don't treat anybody or any animals like that, uh, said uh, the district attorney. And the reason I clicked on the story initially is there was this woman, this old lady in the glasses. She was wearing a Joe Burrow jersey and making the L sign. I'm like, boy, did, did someone in Joe Burrow's family kill somebody? No. Nope. Wowzers. As it turns out, that is not the case at all. This lady just left her uh, disabled daughter to die on the couch. And they say she was sunken into the couch so badly, they believe she had been sitting in for years. She was covered in feces and urine, and the waist was mashed in her hair and on her Ew. chest, and maggots crawled on her head. Like, I don't, like, but, like, I'm thinking about this, and this was in the fam, this was in the home. Yeah. Like, how do these people just live in this situation? It's a good 
question. Like, because you little... see pictures of people that are relatively current and they're doing the LSU symbol and they got the, the jersey on. That's it, like two years ago. And does no one ever go into their house? Does no one smell that? Like, And, and I get it. Like, stuff like this has happened before. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, what's the Gacy's got the, the bodies in the crawl space and, and Dahmer's got the, the dead bodies in the freezer. This and is I just get, on the couch. This is fucked up. And it, the, I guess if this would have happened in New York, it'd still be fucked up. But it's New York. There's millions of people. This is in Slaughter, Louisiana, where there's a thousand people and two of them happen to be my mom. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to reach out to Don. Yep, and I'm going to have to get the, the scoop on Sheila Fletcher and Clay Fletcher and find out uh, the deets on this bad boy. He'd know, and if he do. doesn't, I'm sure he knows the DA or he knows someone who knows someone. I don't know why I found that so intriguing. Again, it could if it were in Tupelo, Mississippi, I'd say whatever. But, I mean, it's basically Baton Rouge, and it's where my mom lives, which is truly in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, uh, so last night we had wine and shots, and we watched the Grizzlies win. Well, we only had shots because they won. Correct, Normally, and they did. we were responsible during the week, and we just have a few glasses of wine during our basketball games. And we'll get into a little bit more of that here in a second. Uh, but I want to start here. Uh, actually, let's start with Draymond. Is this, this my Draymond audio here? I think it is. I didn't label anything, so let me no, see. Will Josh. And grew up as a Nick fan. Okay, no, that's uh, that's uh, Mad Dog. All right, so last night... Draymond Green, who is a total douche. I think we can all agree. You, you, can I tell you what I dislike about Draymond? Not that he's a dirty player. Not that he kicks people in the balls. And not that he, that he slaps people in the face. Whatever, there are dirty players. Dirty players are dirty players. He's a dirty player that plays victim. Yes, he does. It's like me when I do a bunch of dumb shit and I go, well, why do people, uh, why do you guys think I'm just a piece of shit? Well, you do a bunch of dumb shit, asshole. And then people are going to, th that's your reputation. So Draymond got elbowed last night unintentionally. And ends up bloodied and needs a uh, some stitches. stitches yep. So as he leaves the court to go get the stitches, he starts flipping off the crowd in Memphis. Now, I did not know this because TV did not show it. I don't think they did. I didn't they see it on TV. They made a quick reference to it, but they didn't actually show it. It was interesting because Ian Eagle goes, uh, well, and, uh, and, some, uh, and a gesture for the fans, and then they never cut to it. Well, because remember, Draymond is an employee of TNT now. Well, maybe they're protecting him. They're protecting Draymond. Well, they're protecting their brand because he is an employee of TNT. Well, he flipped off the crowd in Memphis, and he was asked about that. And I just really despise this guy. After you got hit in the eye when you walked off the court, you flipped off the fans. It looked like what was going through your mind? If you're going to boo somebody who get elbowed in the eye and face running on blood, you should get flipped off. So I'll take the fine. I'll go do an appearance and make up the money. But it felt really good to flip them off. You're going to boo someone that get elbowed in the eye and blood running down your face? I could have had a concussion or anything. So if they're going to be that nasty, I can be nasty too. And I'm assuming the cheers was because they know I'll get fine. Great, I make $25 million a year. I should be just fine. God, what an asshole. Well, no, they're cheering because you took down one of their guys the day before, the game before. Now, granted, uh, Brandon Clark didn't get hurt. But remember, Draymond had the flagrant two and was ejected. So of course, the second like the second Draymond touched the ball in that game, the Memphis crowd started booing. What a toolbox! Like again, if you're somebody that's known for doing dumb shit, and you're in his case, he's known for being a dirty player, and then people respond to you for being a dirty player, and then you play to the crowd, but then you play victim. Like one thing about a lot of these, the other day, again, game one, you're running around like just like. 
encouraging these people to boo you, if you recall. And then you play victim. And I think a lot of these current athletes play victim too much. Well, yes. Like, like, well, we're humans too. And, uh, you know, like, uh, people boo us and people are mean, but we're human. And then they kind of intimate that people are racist because most star athletes are black and the people treat them like they're subhuman. Like, as an example, so uh, Mad Dog, who I guess does the show with Stephen A. once a week, he's on first take to, uh, talk, and I think it was about Draymond. And he's on there with uh, J.J. Reddick, who's a guy I actually like. I'm fairly certain he wouldn't like me. Not at all. And that's okay. J.J. Reddick would not like Ennis, and that's okay. But J.J. Reddick, uh, I guess at some point in this, Mad Dog had said something about the players. And, and you know. Basically how Draymond just needs to shut up and play. The shut up and dribble argument. Oh, boy. You don't want to get to that now because, that, of course, that becomes racial. J.J. Uh, Reddick. One of my favorite players to watch when he was at Duke and a guy I thought I'd be friends with. But after this, I don't think he'd like me. I'll give you a large segment of older fans who have followed the NBA for 60 years, who are, this is not a political scenario or a race situation, who have followed Wilt and grew up as a Nick fan, who loved Clyde and loved Reed yeah, but and I, I, I disagree with you on that. I don't think I don't, I'm not saying the, it's a race situation. I'm saying that this, the, the fans you're talking about, they talk about athletes that way, like you just talked about an athlete. I think there's a lot. The I think people, there's the a people large on Fox, segment. The people on Fox News talk about athletes that way. Well, that's, I mean, that's I, my I, issue. And Fox News that's is, my issue. I, so I don't actually care about the fans that watched Bob Cousy play right. or watched Wilt play. I don't care. Right. I appreciate right. that they've been NBA fans that long, right. but I don't appreciate the undertone. <laughs> So J.J. Reddick has to step in and say, hey, listen, as me, the token white guy on many teams, I've got to let everybody know that I do not tolerate this. And I think that the way when people talk about shut up and dribble, you're all Fox News Nazi racist, you sons of bitches. What a tool. Like, I hate, like, like, can it just be that maybe... Like, it just can't be a situation where people have a differing feeling about what is acceptable and what is not. Maybe there are some people who don't like it when a guy flips double birds to the crowd when he's leaving a game. Maybe there are some people who view that as fucked up. Do I care? No. Do I find it amusing? Yes. Do I hate uh, Do I hate uh, uh, Draymond? Absolutely. If that were a white douchebag that were doing the same thing, would I hate him too? Sure. I root for the Grizzlies. This motherfucker plays for the obnoxious-ass Warriors. But you know what? And to reputation does matter. Like we've said, Draymond has that reputation. He knows the, what he's doing. Game, he's an asshole. The game before... You were provoking the crowd when you got ejected. You were hopping around like you were Antonio Brown, like getting people to stand up and boo you. So you were asking for that reaction. So you can't do that one game, and then the next game, oh, you got hit in the face. Now these guys are mean, horrible people. And then, you it, of course, encouraging them to do that. But then, what I hate is when these assholes bring race into it. And by these assholes, I'm obviously talking about Reddick, who's a white dude. So these assholes does not mean black people. It just means these assholes. And these assholes like JJ Reddick, who say oh, Fox News talks about people that way. The problem I have is we operate in this society where everything's based on what was on. On CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News, or CBS, or online somewhere. The reality is there's a billion people out there that don't give a fuck what Tucker Carlson has to say or Rachel Maddow has to say, and they just live their lives, right? And a lot of those people sit back and go, I find uh, I find uh, Draymond uh, Green to be a douchebag, and it's not because he's black, and it's not because I'm white and old, it's because he's just a fucking douchebag. And that's kind of the way it works. He is, and he plays the role of douchebag, and then plays victim, right? Yeah, That's what you can't be, do. If you're going to be the douchebag, be the
the douchebag. Yeah, Get up there and flip double birds again, but don't play, oh, poor me, people are mean in the stands, and if that's how they want to be, I'll take the fine. I'm rich, motherfucker. Well, eat it, dude. Like, like you can't play both of those things. Like, a heel in wrestling, like, you're basically a chicken shit heel is what you are. The chicken shit heel who cheats and then whines that they were cheated. He is the definition of a chicken shit heel. That's who he is. I'd like him a lot more if he would just embrace being the villain. It's like flair in a way. Like, you know, fl- old, old school flair. You know, you'll pull out a, a brass knuckle out of your trunks to whap somebody in the face. Anything to win. You cheat to win. The dirtiest player in the game. But don't play the victim when you initiate most of this shit because you have a reputation for being a dickhead that kicks people in the balls, punches people in the face, slaps people in the face. Uh, 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 there was one play where he basically bulldozed somebody like he was a linebacker. Uh, I mean, there's so many dirty well, Draymond Green plays see. that you can see all over the internet. He's just an asshole and then he plays victim. That's why I dislike you and I dislike your bullshit coach who's a doof who says, well, that's a dirty team out there. You protect the dirtiest player in the game. Nobody wants to hear your bullshit. Another thing that they cut away from on TNT, which again, Draymond doesn't want the crowd booing him and doesn't want the crowd to be mean to him. But when Jared Jackson fouls out, you catch it in the corner of your eye if you're looking at the court. I'm fairly certain it was Draymond sitting on the ground because he got Jaron to cause the foul. Yeah. And waving bye. Bye. Like, you're... That's the You're a douche. Role. It's simple. You're, You're a douche. wanting the crowd to boo you. You want that reaction from the crowd. And, and, and the uh, next day, sure. oh, you're so mean to me. I could have had a concussion. So play so play to the crowd and then own it. That's all. Stay in character. Don't play victim. Oh, I was bloody and I needed to get stitches. What if I had a concussion? Yeah, what if uh, homeboy that got slapped in the face by you in game one got a concussion? You sure didn't give a shit. Neither did any of your teammates or anybody else who stood up and said that it was bullshit that you got ejected from the game. It's a double standard. It's You play both sides of your mouth like, everybody does and you're all full of shit and and when i look at then back to the thing with jj reddick my issue with that is it's lazy it's lazy to just sit there and say yep old white people who watch fox news so he can say it's not about race but when you say fox news and yeah, old people you're intimating race talk about athletes, you're yeah. talking about race you're saying that old the trumper white people talk about black people that Shut way up and dribble. that is a lazy bullshit take because i guarantee you there are a lot of black dudes that watched draymond green yesterday who don't root for the warriors and think he's a douchebag a lot of black dudes that root for the rockets think he's a douchebag a lot of people that root for the Grizzlies or the Pistons or the Spurs think he's a douchebag. Black, Asian, Mexican, it doesn't matter. Why do they feel that way about him? Because he's a douchebag. So stop playing the, well, I mean, I'm black and people, uh, you know, it's not about race, but the Fox News people, the Fox News people piss off. Like, God, like, you gotta, you're going to a lazy well, is what you're doing there. And that's why that's obnoxious. And that's why it's annoying. And that's why I no longer like JJ Reddick, because that's, a, that is a bullshit opinion. If you're gonna just say race, I, I respect you more if you said white people don't like outspoken black people. Old white people don't like outspoken black people. To me, you're holding back a little bit by playing the Fox News crowd angle and saying it's not about race, but it's about the Fox News crowd. Of course it's about race. That's why you're saying it. So you're full of shit. Are there white people that just, that, that like old white people that are never going to get anything about black culture? Sure. Are there white people that are total hypocrites about people? Sure. Are there white people out there that love John Daly, who's a fucking Neanderthal that, you know, gets drunk and is a mess all the time and will say negative things about a black young dude that does the same thing? Sure. But what J.J. Reddick is falling into is the same class of people that we talk about all the time that are full of shit, and that's people that want to lump everybody into a category together 
together and paint them as a racist and then not have the balls to even say they think they're racist, which makes you even worse, J.J. Reddick. So, I, uh, ugh. And that sucks because I like J.J. Reddick. And I've always liked J.J. Reddick. Dating back to Duke, I used to like to watch the dude pull up from midcourt and knock down a three off the dribble. But he wouldn't like you. Oh, he'd hate me. Like, that's the funny thing is I got a message from someone today and they're like, you know, uh, you're losing your conservative audience. I lost so I lost the liberals too. So who's out there? I have someone because there's a lot of people listening to the thing. The common sense folks. The, and th- that should be everybody. And I'm going to piss some of the liberals off on shit. And I'm going to piss some of the conservative off on shit. And I don't care. I'm going to tell you how I feel about things. And if you don't like it, get the fuck over yourself or leave. Have an argument with me. Text me. Leave a message on the on the talk back whatever and we can go back and forth on it but i'm not going to sit here and, and just placate to one group if i did that i'd be clay travis or somebody that i hate and i would hate myself for that but i just found it funny that i get a message from someone that says yep you're uh you've, you're losing conservative people with your takes like what takes are those that uh that that uh that uh, the, the abortion thing i think has people all riled up about me in some cases too uh, because I've had some people send me messages about that and that some guys like going back and forth on some of my tweets and stuff, whatever, man, believe what you want to believe. I don't care. And I'm not going to think less of you as a human, but with some of the shit I'm seeing from people about this, uh, the, this, this leak of the, the stuff and the abortion stuff, some of it's just comically dumb and you got to call out comically dumb. Like there was this woman last night and I forgot what she did. She wrote a book of some sort and her, her tweet was, well, if you don't want to get pregnant, if you don't think you're ready to have a kid, don't have sex. A lot of people believe that. Well, uh, honest to God, a lot of people are fucking morons and they're liars. They're lying to themselves because a lot of those same people that are hardcore conservatives and they say, hey, let's not have sex until we're married or until we're ready to have kids. Those same people were probably sucking and fucking when they were 15 and 16, too. Put on a rubber, get your kid, get, you know, if you've got a teen daughter, 20 year old daughter, get on birth control. How old were you when you got on birth control? 19. 19. You know, do I think that like a, a high school girl should be on birth control? No, probably not. I do. You do? Like, I, I guess. In age? Yeah, yes. And if, I guess part of my issue is it feels icky, but on the other hand, you have to assume that shit's going to happen. Well, you right? can take birth control. That doesn't mean that you're out, you know, banging everyone, but like. And some people do it for cramps. It's probably not a bad idea to start your kid and have that decision discussion a little earlier now. See, and I think a lot of people live in this kind of fairy tale world where it's, hey, sit down with your kids and tell them don't have sex until you're married, and then they won't have sex, and she's got your daughter's gonna come home every day and watch Full House with you at home until yeah, she's 25. Until she comes home and she's pregnant, and you're like, how did this happen? I think what happens with some of the conservative folks in this is they want people to live in the real world, but when it comes to this subject and you know sex before marriage and and abortions and shit they don't live in the real world sometimes i think sometimes of, they live in fucking fantasy island you'll on see a lot shit. of like the mask comparisons like oh you can't tell me to wear a mask well i mean i think you and i are both on the same page with this like if you want to wear a mask that should be your choice if you want to get a vaccine that should be your choice if you want to have an abortion that should be your choice basically these two groups that the extremes on each side <laughs> fight each other choice. They're hypocrites. They both are. They're trying. They're trying. They're not hypocrites. They're trying to fight the other side and spot their hypocrisy Maybe. and say, "Gotcha, right?" Yeah. So the same people that that believe it should be mandatory for you to wear a mask don't believe in my body, my choice when it comes to masks, but they do when it comes to whatever. Yeah, there's also choices. People should be able to make their own choices and live with the decisions. Fun fact, there's a lot of really unappealing old women, like women that can't even have kids, that love to like tweet shit like, keep your hands out of my vagina. 
Oh, ma'am, nobody's going to be in there. You're 65. There's not a kid being shat out of there. So, but anyway, so, and I don't want it to sound like I'm just banging on, on conservatives here, but the reality of this is there's a lot of people that I think live on fantasy Island when it comes to this shit, like do it like, and, and by the way, I, what I don't like is when people, and I got some people tweeting me saying, well, it's cause you're pro abortion. No, sir. There's a big difference between being pro abortion and being pro a woman's right to choose. And you can say it's a cop out and you can say it's lazy and you can say I'm a piece of shit and I'm, I'm semantics, but that's not true because what happens is I don't like abortion. I was talking with Bootsy about this last night. He and I were texting about this. The idea of an abortion would make me uncomfortable. Like it would, I would, I mean, it would make me feel kind of like a piece of shit. Like I, I think know a couple people have got them and it's not from what I've experienced and being around them. It's not a thing they're very proud about. Or and and allegedly, about. and I'm not trying to go Bieber on you here, but my dad claims that they thought about like, cause my parents got pregnant uh, when they were 19. They're like, yeah, they, we, you know, we thought about it. Now who knows how true that is or not. But when you're 19 and your whole life's in front of you, you don't even know if you like the person you knocked up. Um, you know, you think about these things, you know, and you wonder. So I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to be one of these people that, that I could just run to the internet today and be like, hey. I might have uh, never been born. I might not have been here having this here podcast had my parents got an abortion. Because I don't think that they ever truly were going to do that. My other favorite meme, and I haven't looked at it. But maybe they were. We got, I'll get dad on one day. And Now, who knows? I can't get dad on. Dad don't will lie. Don't get him talking about this uh, either. Uh, you don't want to put him in that position. No, but I can get my, like, like I can ask mom. But, like, dad. Like dad would just make up a whole story. Like, yeah, so we were down in Mexico. Yeah. I'm like, dad, I, dad, no, you were not dad. Yeah, yeah, Josh, you know, me and your mom went down to Mexico. There was a nice Latina man with uh, some wire hangers. And uh, he said, he just, you know, ha ha, wham, bam. And, you know, we'd be good. Like, okay, that would be dad. And then he would try to make a joke that involved lover boy or something. So we my other favorite meme from this whole thing, the past couple of days that I keep seeing people retweet is like, men shouldn't be making decisions about a woman's body. Even though, but the original Roe v. Wade decision all men. was all men. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Again, so, what I'm trying to point out to you here is that everybody's full of shit, and it's a matter of which group is slightly less full of shit. And most of the time, it tends to be that I think that the alt-left side of it is more full of shit, generally speaking, very uneducated and just angry riding on emotions, and I think they're fucking morons most of the time. That is the alt-left. There's the alt-left and the alt-right. Um, you know, I consider myself to be more of a common sense person in all of this stuff, and that's fine. As you said, you can't be that anymore. Now it's like, nope, you're one side or the other. There's no middle ground. It's fascinating, though, man, because, like, I was making the joke with that woman that's, that that sent out the, the thing. I think our friend Gama retweeted it, and it's like, you know, just don't have sex, and then you won't have babies. Like, like, like that's the answer to everything. Well, if you don't want to have, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good analogy I mean, yeah, for this. It's really easy for like someone who believes their kids aren't having sex. Like, okay, I'm glad you trust your children, but I've watched enough Teen Mom to know. Well, and, I can, and it's really just a difference in how you approach parenting, right? Some parents are like, "Hey, listen, I think something's probably going to happen. Just don't be fucking stupid and and play it and be safe, right?" Yep. And then there's some people that govern with the "You better not go out and have sex or I'll disown you" type of parenting. I'm sure God that exists. Will strike you down. Correct. So I think it's, it, I mean, and listen, there's no right or wrong way to parent kids. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a parent. Don't plan on being one. Uh, I had a weird childhood where I didn't have a, 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 my actual mom there. I had a stepmom and my dad really just didn't give a fuck what I did as long as I didn't embarrass him. 
That was his main rule is, Josh, don't do anything that's going to embarrass me. I was like, all right, fair enough. And I didn't go out and drink and do drugs or anything. I was kind of a straight arrow. And then that's kind of how I was. Some people have to deal with wild children, right? Uh, if I were raising a kid, I think I'd be a little bit more progressive and say, you know, once you hit a certain age. Now, imagine with a daughter, too, it's a little bit different. With a son, you have no problem going, all right, go out there and wrap it up, Stevie. Go out there and fuck like a, I'm, I, you go do what your old man did. Go out and get laid. I also like the assumption, too. There's also the assumption on the internet that, like, oh, if you wear a condom, you're good. Like, that's not the case. Sometimes things happen. Correct. And, like, people don't leave open the possibility of mistakes or being made or accidents, right? Or forgiveness in these things. Like, listen, do I want to see people go in there and, and kill babies? No. Like, I feel grossed out by the concept of it. So where I get annoyed is when people come to me and they say, well, that makes you pro-abortion. I'm not pro-abortion. Pro-abortion would be me like some of these wackos on the internet that are like, hey, I went and got an abortion today and I lived it. Like, those type of lunatics. That's not what Here's I a am. selfie of me at the uh, the abortion clinic. Hey guys, here's the my dead fetus in a jar. Hey everybody. Hey hey. Like that's not how I operate, man. So like to, to, so if anybody challenges me and says, "Oh, you're pro-abortion," I'm not. That's bullshit. While we're talking about sex, yeah, because we did discuss all this yesterday. Yep. On a lighter note. On a lighter note. Did you see that Ray J? has come forward after 14 years of silence. Well, I've seen Ray J come forward, well, and uh, and I've seen where it lands saying, and how far it goes. And he's sharing DMs, and he's saying the whole sex tape with Kim was released as a joint PR campaign. I believe between that. Between him and Chris and Kim, because I guess on this new season of The Kardashians, she's like going off about how Ray J did the whole sex tape thing and made some joke about how he shoved a dildo in her ass while she was sleeping. Yeah. And then he got offended because he said, that makes me sound like a rapist. Yeah. And you know how this whole thing went down. And he's like screenshotting DMs and shit. Yeah. So now he's trying to say like, yeah, everyone was in on it, which I mean, I think we all assumed. I just thought that, that was common knowledge that uh, that they hoard them out but for that. And that's that. how they for became famous. The past 14 years, he's never said a thing about it. Well, then maybe and he probably wouldn't have if the dumbass uh, chick doesn't go on there and try to besmirch him on TV. Yeah. That's the thing. You can protect yourself all day, but the second you say something about someone like Ray J, who, if we're being fair, has nothing going on, so he's probably looking for an opportunity to get, to get in the game a little bit, then uh, he's going to jump at that. I'm telling you. I it's believe I stand with Ray J. It's getting juicy, I tell you. I stand with my boy Ray J. And I would have just thought that was common knowledge. There's that, also like, a second tape. Oh, boy. So mm -hmm. the one that we haven't seen? Yep. Well, I, I think that uh, maybe it's about that time uh, for the mom, old Chris, to maybe release this bad boy. Kim is the only one who has a copy of it. Well, I think they need to, we need a, a, a collaboration. We need a collab, and we need to release that bad boy. That was back when Kim was attractive. So I'm all for that. We watched like 10 minutes of one of the episodes of this when we were in Allentown. They, they all just look so weird. Just, and they all look like the same person, yep. just slightly kind of like ogre-ish or like slight def, like deformities on each one that's slightly different or abnormalities. Very shiny faces. But they're very weird looking, very fake looking. Not that that's breaking news, but you understand. Do you think that uh, Caitlyn is the mm. most real looking of them? Uh, yeah, in, in, a, in a strange twist, sure. <laughs> Why not? 
Uh, but does she even count as a, or he, she, whatever count as a Kardashian? Well, I don't even think she's on the show. He's on the show, Bruce, we're talking about. Yeah, so I, but like, do they disown him sort of? Because not only is he like in this, you know, wacky world where he's transitioned, but he's also a Republican political candidate. That's probably the bigger problem. But then again, Kim went up to the White House when Trump was there. That's but he was I trying want... to get prisoners released. Correct. But I mean, he did, didn't he? He got shit done. Well, that's because Kanye was married to her at the time, and they're buddies. We're just sitting back, waiting for, um, waiting for, uh, you know, Kanye to, to kill Pete Davidson. I'm not. I mean, look, it's probably going to happen. So we just sit back, we wait, and talk about people that kind of taunt Pete Davidson. He's, it's coming. You keep, you keep poking the bear, Chief. You keep screwing around, see what yep. happens. And he's one that'll probably be like, no, but he started it. Well, and as you lay on your deathbed, you know, maybe just not screw with him. But uh, what else yeah. is going on today? Well, the, the the Ray J thing is the you know the big thing here now that's just come out. Have you ever but... seen the Kim sex tape? Yeah. There's not much to it. You know, it's not like a great. I mean, most celebrity sex tapes aren't great. Like all the Pam ones were very mediocre, um, and that was okay. I haven't seen the whole thing, so I guess I can't judge. I've only seen like the free bits and pieces of it on the. Uh, well, then of course you haven't seen much. You only saw the free bits and pieces. They're not going to give you the whole the whole show. Well, have you seen the whole show? I watched the whole thing once, like a long time ago. I was really drunk though, so I mean, I don't remember much of it. So, like, did you just like get drunk and say, "I'm watching porn tonight"? Yeah, a bunch of us were like, hey, "Let's watch the Kim Kardashian sex tape." Why show not? prep. That's what yeah, that is. Time it was. Not anymore. Like 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Kim Kardashian getting plowed by Ray J. What do you guys think? Ah, uh, but. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's shocking. I don't think anybody would be shocked to find out that oh, that was all planned. It worked out well. Like I don't, I don't hate the Kardashians. Business decision. I don't, I don't hate them. Like I, they look, they you could be people who are famous and just stay rich for being famous, or you could at least do something with it and make a business for yourself. And they all seemingly have. It is comical though that they were like, we need a break from reality television. And then, like three months later, hey guys, we have a new show on Hulu, but we, we're we the own our own producers. now. Yes, we own our yes. own now. Which again, I guess you can't really fault them for doing that. And then, of course, the other big thing today is Dave Chappelle. Oh God, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, boy. So that's a wild one. So you know, the guy rushes the stage, which thanks Will Smith for throwing that idea oh, out there people for people. Oh, and people get super mad if you bring up any Will Smith comparisons. So sorry that Will Smith, who's a fucking lunatic, goes up on stage and slaps a guy. Basically, that's in the universe where you can't criticize a black man for anything. I also enjoyed, by the way, that Chris Rock was on this Dave Chappelle show and made some jokes about it afterwards. He goes, was that Will Smith? Yeah. Um, and apparently, um, Chappelle made a joke saying, I guess that was a trans guy or something like yep. that. Oh, and the internet's more pissed off about that than a black man getting attacked on stage. Well, I'm, I'm shocked this guy's not a hero because I, from what I was reading, one account claims that like it was when Chappelle was kind of talking about the trans people and making like, you know, woke mob jokes and stuff that this guy ran up on stage with a fake gun and a knife combo, like a replica, and tried to tackle him. Like, well, uh, he had it coming. He made jokes about the wokes. Yeah, well, here it is. Did you see the dude's arm? Oh, dude. So basically, if you <laughs> oh haven't God. seen it, the dude's arm, like in a normal setting, if you're like he's sitting up like on a stretcher, and if you're sitting with your arms to your side, like your palms should be facing in, like towards your hips, this guy's palm is facing his back. <laughs> the elbow is just like it's uh, gnarly, his, bro. Like, but good, you should get your ass kicked. Like, I like agree. we should just be normalizing attacking people on stage and in other places. But we are. And again, this is uh, uh, the, the world. Start putting, they're gonna have to start putting like plexiglass in front of comedians or something, or like a barrier. My problem is the world still wants to make this like, oh, it's a, it's this, it's a, it's an offshoot of Trump's 
America, right? Like, that's what they want you to feel and believe. Like, oh, my God, here in Trump's America, we've normalized this shit. But if you notice, these people rushing the stage in a lot of these aren't white dudes. I believe that was a black dude that did that. And I believe Will Smith is a black dude. And I believe that Mike Tyson punching that dude in the fucking face on the plane, black dude. But you can't point that out because, like, I'm shocked that once they found out the guy was black, they even put his picture out there. Generally speaking, when a black guy does something stupid crime-wise, the news does everything they can to not let you know he was black. I'm shocked, but I guess because a black guy got attacked. I imagine the woke people have to be in a tough spot because a black man got attacked in America. Yeah, but on the but, other hand, it's a black man that is making fun of trans people. These folks' heads are going to explode. And who should be canceled by Netflix. I mean, I give Chappelle, like, all the credit in the world because then he finished the show and made the jokes and everything. Did you see the picture of, like, the gun he had? I didn't see and that. it's just a replica, but, like, imagine some Well, it's a knife that looks like a gun. Like, yeah. the blade comes out of the top of it. But imagine some dude's running towards you with that. Yeah, that's... Uh, and that's- I guess, now, the whole thing, there are some people that claim it was fake. What but was the whole attack? Okay, it was, it was a Netflix special. Uh, I I would think. I mean, I don't know how you fake someone's arm getting busted like that. Like I don't think so. Like I don't think so. It was either. A, like I think what happens is you get a bunch of people, and everything is based on race. So when a black guy like Will Smith does something stupid like he did. Um, and a lot of people like me were saying, I think that stage and I had justification. It was at a freaking award show with a bunch of actors and Chris Rock responded to it. LOL like, and didn't try to fight him back. There were a lot of reasons to believe that that was staged. There's no reason to believe that a dude doing a comedy show. Like if you look for just the breakdown of it, there's no reason for a guy like Chappelle to stage an attack and then break a dude's arm for a Netflix special. Yep. So that that's stupid. But again, what it is is, oh, so a bunch of white people said that Will Smith must have been fake. What if this was staged? Like, that's what that is. Everything is race-related. Everything is based in that, and people are just looking for an eye for an eye. Everybody's full of shit. That's the way the world works. I wonder if they will keep it in the Netflix special, though. I, almost, I think they should. They have to at this point. Everyone knows it happened. And, and you want to guarantee you get some downloads on that bad boy? Go ahead and leave that in there. I mean, you kind of have to. And then it would stoke the flames a little bit of, oh, it was a setup for the, the show. But you have to do it. There's no doubt you have to do that. But, boy, that guy got his ass handed to him, Yes, too. he did. I mean, people are just stupid, man. And But it's just funny because everything has to go back to the battle of race. And, well, if things wouldn't have gone so bad with Trump, like, oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. My God, you're obnoxious. Everybody's obnoxious. We got some good suggestions for uh, Maybe names. Maybe that should be the name of the podcast. Everyone's fucking obnoxious. Everyone's obnoxious. We are all diseased with Josh Ennis. Um, I got some good suggestions from people on Facebook yesterday about uh, names for the show, too. Now, some asked why what happened to the unwoke Jamoke. That's still a possibility. It is. I just told you my thought on it because I thought you wanted to take it less from being perceived as a conservative podcast. Yes. Um. Um, but let me see here. And the average, you know, Jamoke in a bar who sees the unwoke Jamoke is probably gonna be like, well, that racist motherfucker. Maybe. Well, if you're, um, if you're JJ Reddick, you certainly will. I'm looking at some of these Brad Londenslager. Londenslager says fun time with Jillian Luther. Uh, Samraj Samuel, Josh, Jillian Luther on sports and stuff. The pirate hookers from Mars podcast. Uh, loved by few, hated by many. Well played there, Daniel Watson. The Moss Tequila Podcast. I don't know if we can get away with that. That might be trademarked. The Rich Lord Show. Oh, I like that one. Uh, let's see. In the Trenches with Ennis, says Brad Phillips. 
joshing around j and j on the rocks the luther show building a bridge or build a bridge with josh ennis uh, there was an actually a good suggestion was um they just don't know oh yeah they just don't know i was thinking just like um i hate everybody paul of course is a uh, nice man but a dick here and says i do a podcast every two weeks podcast to be fair we've done a podcast pretty consistently it just hasn't been on twitch if you think my podcast is okay, just wait till we start drinking. Thanks, Ben Kaplan. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Josh Ennis fucking wheelhouse. The fat guy podcast. Well, that guy does not like me. That's a, that's a black guy that I thought I blocked him because he's obnoxious. Maybe I didn't. Uh, let's see. Dude, the Josh Ennis podcast. Uh, what if we just call it like, what the hell is this podcast? What the hell? No, w- what the hell is this podcast? That the podcast. Gulf would you Co- scan a sticker that said, what the hell is this podcast? Sure. I would. This and is just- honestly, we don't know what the hell is this podcast. We don't. This one's a good one from Jerry. Mistakes were made with Josh Ennis. I like that. Um, or what the hell is happening podcast. Gulf Coast Regional Crap Show. Oh, I like that too. Uh, let's see. The Josh and Jilly Lounge. All out of bubble gum with Josh Ennis. Social distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> Let's see. A couple more. Mad Radio. Call him daddy. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Double Ennis Podcast. Ennis to win it. Or Ennis to win this. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, Josh and Jilly Power Hour from Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. So a lot of people weighed in with some possible names on there. The Perfect Man Podcast. I kind of like the whole idea, like the, the What Are We Even Talking About podcast. What the fuck is this podcast podcast? Yeah, like that's what it's called. It's just the What the Fuck Is This Podcast. Trey Looney has a couple. We're just Joshin or Everyone Hates Josh. Welcome to the Ennis Dome. Ennis through the outdoor. But my favorite is The Rich Lord Show. The need for affirmation with Josh. That's a good one. Daily, just daily affirmation. Um, the Mount Rushmore podcast, conspiracy and theories and sports, tasty treats with Josh and Jilly. Thanks, John. Hear me out. Now that's not a bad one. I'm sure someone's already got that. Probably. Hear me out, but that's a solid one. Three for three from downtown. Let me just call it. Here's the gig. Here's the deal with Josh Ennis. Now here's the gig. So, uh, again, don't forget that you guys can leave messages on the iHeartRadio app. Just find our podcast, The Josh Ennis Show, for now, and uh, hit that microphone, and uh, boom, you can leave messages, and uh, we'll try to play those at the start of the show. So we're ripping off PK and DK now. We rule. Uh, but anyway, you guys are great. We you love you. You have to tell them about Craftology. Oh, I Christy. do. You're right. You were telling me about all sorts of cute stuff uh, Christy has on there now that you were checking out, right? She's got some new dog bandanas that saw that look cute. Dog bandanas from uh, Christy with Craft, uh, Craftology with Christy or by Christy. Now, you can check the uh, check her uh, page out. She's got an Etsy store, but you can find her on Instagram as well. And uh, so dog, a uh, really fun little uh, dog uh, bandanas, huh? I like it. Uh, she's very nice, of course. She is the uh, wife of our friend Richard. And um, here's what I was thinking. Here was my idea. I know I think we talked about it the other day, but I'm thinking about bringing back the idea for a special edition Josh and a show shirt. That's a great one. If you want to get people to patronize her shop, it's the best place to do it. Yep. And here's what I'm thinking we do. It would be the one, and I'm trying to remember specifically what it was, but it was uh, live your life, life love, love your, your dog, dog drink, drink beer. beer. 
Maybe that's the Josh Ennis show uh, shirt. Love your life. Live your life. Love your dog. Drink beer. So I might make that recommendation to her. Maybe that's the one. Like, hey, come up with a design for this and let's rock. But uh, anyway, so that's Craftology by Christy. Of course, her husband is Richard from Metro Ready Mix. Good folks. Good supporters of the show. We love them. So there you go. Uh, there, There we have it. All right. So we'll get out of here. You guys are wonderful. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow.